0: You're listening to The Self Worth Circle, hosted by Julia Haxel and Eva Estlander. We are here to remind you to raise your self-worth and wear your invisible crown. It's time. Okay, everyone, welcome back to The Self Worth Circle. Today, you have your host, Julia, here with you, and I am sitting on a Zoom meeting with a brand or a company that I'm very, very, very excited to have on this show. This uh, company is Kappa Health or Kappa and they, they sell different mushroom tinctures or adaptogenic and medicinal mushroom tinctures that are very, very beneficial for us human beings. But they also put a lot of effort and spend time with cultivating a sustainable brand that helps our forests and nature. We have Mervi here from Kaaba. Big welcome, Mervi.
1: Hi, Julia. Thank you so much for having me here.
0: We are so, mm-hmm. so excited to have you here. Would you like to very short, shortly introduce yourself also to our listeners and maybe a little bit more about Kaaba and the different sides of KAPA?
1: Yeah, sure. So. Hello to all the podcast listeners. I am Mervi and I am the fungi whisperer here at Kappa Health. So I'm behind a lot of the external voice of our brand. So I'll do some content creation like articles and photos for the website and social media. Behind our email newsletters. Of course, with the help of our experts like Peter is an incredible science expert. And then I work with mushroom ambassadors, like you, Julian, people who want to and love to collaborate with us. Um, So that's mainly what I do. And I live here by the farm, so I'm in in our headquarters daily. So I get to experience this mushroom life here every day. And uh, Kappa Health. I could a little bit tell how it all started. We uh, were still really, really new startup company. We've been here for three years. And, um, but we are growing very fast. And, uh, and kata actually means polypore in Finnish. And it's kind of the original form of mushrooms. And this is what we like to concentrate as well, like the, the origins of mushrooms. Um yeah.
0: can I ask yeah. you one question before you? yeah, like, where, sure. Whereabout was the headquarters again?
1: Mm, so this is the in uh, Karilogia, which is in southern Finland, and' it's is just between Helsinki and Turku, So one hour to Helsinki, one hour. To Turku so it's completely in the countryside, but really close to the cities as well in that sense. lovely. Mm-hmm. It looks
0: very beautiful from what I've seen on like the social media and. Or is yeah. it where you grow all of the different? Yeah, portions? so we have
1: yeah. we have a really big out outdoor farm here, uh, which is now about twenty thousand logs. It's grown hugely, and also the demand of our tinctures has grown. So now we we are growing indoors as well. But that is where it all started as a small mushroom log farm outdoors. That's incredible.
0: And is there like a deeper? story behind um how kappa was started or where did it all start
1: um it started there's these two co-founders so uh, another co-founder our ceo is eric puro the american fungi who had a small-scale mushroom look farm in his backyard and wow yeah and then he met um Another co founder, Laureen Bonlongo Liebenstein. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's an incredible name. He's an Austrian mycologist, which is a, a mushroom scientist, in other words. And they met through a friend. And they were well, both being like really fanatic mushroom growers. And um, they just start, started talking that there isn't really high quality medicinal mushroom products out there. And that's, they decided to start a mushroom brand. And uh, because most of the mushroom brands, we can talk about this a bit later as well, but they are mainly, other half is like myceliated, grain based and the other half of mushroom products come from the other side of the world that you don't always know who has grown them in what kind of conditions and what is exactly inside the product. So they just wanted to make a really transparent company
0: yeah and i like because i only heard about this brand maybe i think it was last year maybe in uh, november and also through a friend who is a big fan of of gapa and uses the tinctures and i honestly almost thought that it was like too good to be true true (laughs) because i've been using um I've been going to like ordering mine from uh, my mushroom actually powders from all the way from Australia because I knew that that was like the only one I could trust but now that I have found Gapa that is like in Finland I'm just very very happy and the quality is so great and just like uh, a a brand that I really want to share and stand behind and which is so great to to have you here to educate us more. Um, So you have, is there anything else you want to add before I I move Uh, on to the actual mushrooms?
1: Yeah, actually, I would like to add that this is incredible. There isn't really European-based mushroom farms and products, and we are quickly growing to be the biggest one outside of Asia. But I think what makes us really... Yeah, it's, it's really incredible and Finland is also known to have the most um, the cleanest air and the purest water and it's like optimal conditions to grow mushrooms as well. But, yeah,
0: and I've heard also that the colder the climate is, the better the chaga, is that true?
1: Mm, yes, and also with other mushrooms growing logs. They do have to survive over the winter. They have to fight against all this other fungi who's trying to overtake these logs. Um, and therefore they're really developing their strong kind of the way they handle stress yeah. is then, then bioavailable for us humans that we can um, handle stress. So that's often like adaptogenic herbs they're growing in a quite rough environment. And it's quite magically there then bioavailable for us humans as well to to handle stress.
0: Yeah, I think this is just really
1: fascinating. Yeah, it's it's, absolutely fascinating. But I just (laughs) quickly wanted to mention as well, it's pretty unique what we do as well, that we are growing and producing our tinctures as well. So there are no middlemen. So from spore to the shipment, we are doing it ourselves, and this is yeah. quite it's very unique in the herbal medicine or fungi industry as well
0: yeah, I think you're the only one who've I've heard about because I did like for a long time a lot of research of you know uh i I really wanted the you know distributors to be like something that we 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 want to know where things come from and um I think it's just like the work that you do and the effort that uh, is put behind this brand is just incredible.
1: Yeah, thank you. I think that will definitely be the future in the supplements and herbal medicine world as well. Now consumers, we want to know where our food comes from and who's behind farming the food, but still in in the supplement industry there's not really traceability where our herbal medicines or supplements come from. But I think that is definitely the future as well.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So should we should we jump into the mushrooms itself and the different mushrooms you grow and maybe the benefits of them?
1: Yeah, let's, let's jump in. Um uh, Shall I just say a quick note that I am not a medical expert in any way, so these benefits are just to give guidelines and we've we've had some incredible feedback from people as well, but I would say um, always talk with your health practitioner if you have any serious illness Um, and hopefully also microtherapy will become more more known are people to use fungi more in more serious illnesses as well. Um, yeah. So let's start with traga because traga yeah. is kind of, it's our flagship, <laughs> uh, so-called, and it's kind of the most known in the Nordic culture as well. It has been used for people to brew tea for a long time. And it was used as a coffee substitute as um, during the war times as well. So I think it's probably the more known mushroom in this part of the world. Yeah.
0: Um, it's one of my favorite also.
1: Yeah, And um, and it also grows here quite a lot in, in birch forests and in Lapland. And This is a mushroom that we, ha- we wild harvest for ourselves. So this is, uh, we're also growing. Uh, I'll tell you th- about that a little bit later, but this is a mushroom that to grow it actually will take about eight years, so it's a it's a long process for that. But it's, along with maitake is a mushroom that we harvest. Wow!
0: And eight years—that's a long time. It's a watch.
1: long time, yeah. And I I, I keep calling a medicinal mushroom, but actually it's not a mushroom. It's not even that really a polypore. It's completely its own substance when growing birch it's um yeah it's um it's it's completely its own conch ice that's how it gets its betulinic acid from bird trees and it's it's really incredible that doesn't really have in any other plant or fungi it's really unique wow. and also about, if you heard of chaga has is huge amount of antioxidants so it's one of the it's highest in ORAC values than anything else on this planet actually so it's super antioxidant that's Uh, incredible yeah it's therefore really amazing for skin health as well and anti-tumor, anti-inflammatory and really boosting the immune system it's really amazing for those yeah yeah and then if you have questions, you can just throw them in and otherwise I'll just jump into the you next. I've heard
0: like, and mm-hmm. like, especially because you said that, they're, that they are really great with and, and full of antioxidants. I feel like I always want, like, I feel like I almost crave chaga. Um usually during the dark dark winter and i feel like there's a reason why it grows in finland also because it's you know cold and dark for such long periods so we really need that extra boost and i feel like it gives me just like that just just kind of something to lean into when you know i feel a little bit more tired or something but it's definitely one of those i feel like chaga was kind of my gateway into uh, even though it's its own thing, I didn't know this, but it was like a gateway into the world of of mushrooms and adaptogens.
1: Yeah, it, it was mine too, and we still uh, call it as a medicinal mushroom, even though it's its own thing. But that's still in yeah. the same group. But and like you said earlier, it has been researched that chaga that is growing uh, in the Finnish Lapland actually has more those active beneficial compounds because of the the harsh climate and the temperatures so that's yeah. it's really amazing as well
0: that's incredible yeah,
1: yeah and... anything
0: wild also like if you compare you know normal strawberries and and then with the wild strawberries that has so much more flavor than you know normal strawberries I feel yeah. like it's, it's very interesting how our nature just provides
1: us with with what we need yeah definitely and this is why there is actually quite a lot of companies I think especially in the American side that are growing chaga themselves and then selling this chaga mycelium powder because to grow it would take so many years but it wouldn't have this same active compounds when you grow it in grain and it really needs this bird's tree to to develop this especially this betulinic acid that is really really amazing medicine yeah
0: Yeah. and you usually i usually put it in my tea or coffee or you have this like the tincture i feel like it's super just easy to if you're in like a hurry you can just like put it underneath your tongue and just like go ahead with your day it's very easily accessible like during a busy day too because with yeah. powder i always feel like i need to you know make a drink
1: <laughs> yeah it's true powder sometimes feel can get a little messy or in a hurry so it's really nice to have this like a tincture just in your pocket or back and kind of whenever you feel a boost you just boost it straight under the tongue or or in your coffee as well it's nice yeah uh, however mm.
0: And is there like any other way you would recommend our users? Would you would you say that it's okay to take chaga any time during the day?
1: Yeah, chaga is one of those that you can have any time in the day. It won't affect or disrupt the sleep or in 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 that way. So yeah, it's really safe and nice. And I often take it in the morning. But yeah, me too. But I, when I in the winter, like you said, I. I love to brew my own chaga tea or hot chocolate with the chaga. So that's really nice evening drink in the winter, but that's just what I love to do, like, a brew from the real conks.
0: Yeah. Mm. I think we've covered maybe chaga. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah I will I think... probably, like, come up with new more questions as we go, but.
1: Yeah, I would say we can jump into the mushrooms and then come back when the if you've got Absolutely. more questions then, yeah so next one let's go to Reishi is another really popular one these days yeah. and Reishi is kind of the nature's chill pill we all need in these times <laughs> especially living in the city or wherever now I think the world is a bit topsy-turvy and it's I think we all have this anxiety and stress of not knowing and but it's a really powerful adaptogen and helping to us to manage stress and calming the nervous system. And uh, yeah. in uh, in traditional Chinese medicine, is classified as the the herbs that calm the spirits. And they've been using it in in China and Asia. Reishi has been used for hundreds of years. So it's a little bit. It's quite new in. Here in our culture, but it has long history in China. And uh, is
0: this also like a mushroom that likes cold to grow in the cold weather? No, actually,
1: this grows a lot in the more in the humid mountains in China. There is uh, you actually you can you could find reishi in the Finnish forest as well. But it's really like wild you, Wild rage you can is wow. it's quite rare but I have friends who have it. but yeah you can definitely you can find it. but it's a bit more rare than chaga or you know this. but that rage is also a polypore so it's just like a wooden structure. polypores they grow in trees as in mushrooms they grow in the ground. That's like the simple way okay. to differentiate these two. Um, but I'd say another really super power reishi is um enhancing sleep and promoting sleep and especially REM sleep as well. And by reducing anxiety and treating insomnia it has all these um that is calming the nervous system.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it's really Incredible. We also got really amazing feedback from people using Reishi. And um, if you know this, yeah, sorry.
0: Sorry, no, it's always funny when you're on Zoom and when you can't really see the other person yeah. talking, but that's okay. Um, I'll, I'll just have to mention because um, my, my, partner who is like he he's always been like kind of a critic with me and my my mushrooms and adaptogens. and then i i actually kind of like talked him into trying uh reishi and he has this like sports watch that tracks his sleep and his like nas charge level so it's like the um uh, at auton wait it's like the autonomous nervous system like the 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 recharge of it and the like he we compared different nights like the the nights when he didn't uh take ratio before going to sleep and then the nights that he would take it and he's like the autonomic the autonomic it's hard for me to Mm -hmm. (laughs) pronounce this word autonomic nervous system recharge was almost double during the nights when he um took the reishi which is just really interesting and he's always all about the stats and numbers he doesn't really like i'm also like more into just like feeling it you know in my body i don't track my sleep with a sports watch but he's very like into this so he he just like completely fell for this uh reishi tincture and now he's hooked on it
1: (laughs) wow that's incredible yeah um, yeah we have a lot of uh, biohackers using our products, and you've probably heard of this aura ring as well. that yes. really It can really track your sleep and people really report their REM sleep getting much longer and getting much like a longer and better uh, deep sleep. Yeah, and w- with a lot of mushrooms, it's like you kind of have to take it for a while before noticing the difference, but it's amazing with Reishi, like people get really track when they stop taking Reishi that their sleep quality uh, yeah, starts to bounce off.
0: Yeah, it's really it's, fascinating yeah. and it's also like for me, I feel like it doesn't, it, because when you take it, it doesn't really make you drowsy or like, you know, you don't feel like yeah, not like drowsy, like when you take, when you, if you drink wine after a mm, glass of wine, you no. get like this, like it, it doesn't really affect you like that. But it, yeah, it's really, really a great one for, as you said, anxiety. And, and I've been really using it a lot for, for my sleep also. Mm. It just boosts, boosts it so much. Um, yes. And I really enjoy it in cacao. Mm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's, hot
0: chocolate, even though there is a little bit of caffeine like in, in h- cacao.
1: Yeah, but it's, yeah, I have the same. I love it, I think it's a great combination. Um, yeah. And, uh, reishi is, yeah, it's one of the best to have in the evenings. But I would also say like, if there's uh, a meeting or something like, uh, I don't know, a job interview, something that you would feel nervous about, then I would take a bit of Reishi as well. Right, You know, or any kind of show to attend um, just to calm the nervous system and feel more ease.
0: I think that's a great advice. I need to do that the next time yeah. just because it doesn't really make you feel like I'm not focused or anything. It just helps with the nerves.
1: Yeah, it's just, it. just calm in the nervous system that you don't, I would say necessarily feel any effect. But like you said then later on you realize that you're sleeping much better or you're not so stressed and this kind of very subtle path. yeah
0: and i've been personally i've been uh hosting like um reishi and yin yoga ceremonies and that's been a really fun combination wow this was like pre pre-corona yeah times <laughs> But yeah, it's it's an incredible, incredible. Sounds amazing, yeah. Would you all have a cup of reishi tea before? Uh, actually, yeah, I've I did one with like uh, chamomile tea, mm. and then I've did it. I've also done it with uh, just cacao, mm. and yeah. Hopefully, I can continue. And obviously, I want to use your reishi now. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. Yeah. Love to come to experience that. Sounds really nice. Yeah, it's a great combo. And also because Yin Yoga is so um, connected to the traditional Chinese medicine and it's all about the meridians and so forth. Mm. So it's a great combination.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it. Wow.
0: Yeah. Then we have also, I, I would love for us to talk about the lion's mane. <laughs> Yeah, Um, because that one, I I feel like when I the first time I heard about lion's mane was maybe um, I think two years ago, and it was through this shaman that he he said that lion's mane is like a mushroom that the shamans from his tribe uses a lot, and especially when he needs like when he goes into Uh, deeper cognitive ceremony or even just before speech uh, this is like what he would use and so he actually just like introduced me to the the world of lion's mane but the, the thing that really fascinated me with kappa is that like I didn't even like know how lion's mane looked like and then I saw the mushrooms on your Instagram account and they're just like these cute, like, fluffy, almost, uh, things, with these, like, it looks almost like
1: a hairy... <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah they're, they're not really looking like mushrooms at all, they're no, just this, like little, no. uh, uh, they're called pom-poms in Japan, and they have many names, but <laughs> yeah. they, are, they are really cute, and they are definitely the most enchanting mushrooms these times as well. And it's fascinating that they like they grow
0: and you can grow them in
1: Finland, also I' just like, wow, yeah, they don't really grow uh, out in the nature, but yeah. but it's possible to grow outside. Um, I, I wouldn't say necessarily because I know in England they do grow, but they're still quite rare. Okay. Um, so it would be possible, but I haven't heard anyone finding. but we started growing them outdoors in logs Um, and they're they're really cute but they're also the most popular ones for sure and the growing season in Finland is so short that we have to always wait another year before we can grow them. When do they grow? um, In the summer autumn time. Okay. So they would kind of kind of hibernate inside the log and when the weather is coming warm again now they would start growing. But uh, now we have expanded in indoor facilities as well, because okay. the demand is quite high to, to manage the Finnish growing season.
0: Yeah. Is there a yeah. reason why it's so popular? Is it like the cognitive, because it aids with, or maybe you can tell us a little bit more of what, the, what it, it helps us with. Yeah. So
1: exactly that why it's, it's quite brain tonic and it has just become known for that. Um, so it's, it's very trending, but I think it definitely will stay forever because there's so many incredible studies to show how it's helping with people with dementia and memory problems, Parkinson's. So it has this neuro growth factor that is actually helping our brain to new brain cells. And uh, it's, it's really incredible. And again, it's the only only mushroom or plants in the whole herbal medicine um, area that is actually helping us is, yeah. So it is the best, most amazing new tropics there is. Um, Yeah.
0: I definitely feel a strong, um, or it's one of those that I really feel like a more physical effect when I take it. And it's quite, it goes, like, I'm not sure if it's placebo, but it, it, I feel like I'm very sharp and just, it's easy for me to, yeah, just to focus and to, I don't know, it's, it's one of those that really, I, I just feel it when I've mm. taken Lion's Mane. Reishi is more subtle mm. in, in its own way and Chaga is like just a really steady um, support that lion's mm. mane is like I, I i just feel like my brain turns on <laughs>
1: yeah that's it's in a way yeah it's incredible for just before the meeting or for the afternoon crash or these type, times but it has shown to improve sleep as well really so uh, and also again it'd be interesting if your partner can uh, follow his like tracking system as well how lions mane yeah. is affecting in the sleep but yeah there are some biohackers telling how is this affecting in the uh, how the aura ring is showing as well It's really amazing results this and also lions yeah, so you mane you take it so you could
0: take it like also you would say anytime and also even before sleep
1: yeah yeah, so I like to take it in the morning and when I'm working or before a meeting, kind of boosting my brain. But again, it doesn't give any heat of energy or in that sense that you can still definitely take it in the evening. And for my parents, I give the light, like, take it in the morning and in the evening. And I would say everyone to give it to your parents and give it to your grandparents. Um,
0: yeah, it's
1: really it's really one of the most amazing mushrooms. And, and tonics to add in your diet. And uh, yeah, I also before it got really known for as a brain tonic, it was more known as um, for the gut health. Um, so against ulcers and helping in the digestive tract. And uh, and also there is this brain and gut connection that is getting more known now right. as it's well. It's really important,
0: mm. yeah. That's beautiful. I didn't, but it makes sense now when you say it, though. Um, and also with the sleep, because you know, brain, brain does a lot of work also when we sleep, <laughs> with yeah. the memory and so forth. So yeah, so I think it's really good to take in the
1: evening as well. Um, they do its work while you're resting.
0: Yeah. Is there anything else um, you would like to add about the lion's mane?
1: Well, I just, I did mention about dementia and this, but I think there's been just really in, incredible human clinical trials, trials as well showing that how dementia people have been taking lion's mane for a few weeks and now they're able to walk and talk and um, put their clothes on and not like be more kind of self sufficient in their. Ways, yeah. which is like incredible um and also in my speed recovery and in any nervous system injuries uh, so it's really really amazing mushroom so i would just say everyone to add that in your diet
0: wow do you know what it does does it like create a support for the nervous system or like the nerve cells
1: it's actually helping our brain to grow new brain cells. Wow. So it is like nerve growth factor that uh, with a lot of like this yeah. brain, like dementia, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, that there isn't really any, um, anything to heal from it, but this is something that could prevent it going ahead much faster uh, right. for those, those kind of illnesses.
0: Yeah. And with Parkinson's, you said also, because that yeah. affects the nervous system. This is really good to know. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it's like also, um, if we compare it to, like, I'm not saying that we shouldn't take any, like, medications, but like, this is such a beautiful organic way just to support um, the system with. If we can
1: yeah definitely and these are really safe mushrooms that they can be taken with many of the medications um of course there are still a lot more clinical trials to be done but what we see now there hasn't been any contraindications
0: yeah beautiful
1: okay what
0: would be the next mushroom for us on yeah the-
1: so let's dive into shiitake. Yes, and, uh, that
0: was a one that was like really new to me. You sent it to me actually a couple months ago.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, shiitake is really known as a culinary mushroom. Uh, it's amazing in ramen or these like Asian dishes. But yeah, not many people know that it's really, really medicinal mushroom as well. It's it's really incredible, and. Uh, It's really good for gut health and boosting immunity system. But I would say one of its superpowers now, especially during the pandemic, is that it has this compound called L-ergothionine that is helping, it's like creating this wall, protection walls around our cells. So no harmful agents or viruses can attack in our cells. Well, I would say no, but less. So cool. So cool. It's Yeah, it's incredible. It's one of the best mushrooms to have at these times so as well for this Imm- immunity. So everyone tincture.
0: listening, you need to go and get the shiitake <laughs> tincture or just buy some. Is it the same, like, would you say the tincture is more powerful still than uh, eating the like mushrooms <laughs> itself? in a...
1: Yeah, so it's, it's really good to eat the mushrooms, but tincture is like the concentrated. Right. So if you take two milliliters of the tincture, or so two pipettefuls a day, that's enough for the day. So yeah. you wouldn't have, to, I think you would get sick of eating shiitake every day if you had like a, <laughs> a ramen for dinner every night. So definitely tinctures are better in that to get the medicinal effect. And also popping it straight under your tongue it will go straight in the bloodstream. So you get the benefits in a different way than digesting it.
0: And I feel like now when you're just educating us on this, the shiitake will probably start to be on the rise more because I don't think people know about it that much and I haven't seen it, you know, sold as an adaptogen or medicinal mushroom, really.
1: Yeah, I still, I feel like if people choose a medicinal mushroom to buy from the health food shop, they would go something like chaga or something that yeah. you don't just buy the fresh mushroom from the supermarket. Exactly. Um, and I think there is still a lot more education to be done about shiitake. Um, yeah, but it's actually cool. Cool. Yeah, and it's it's actually shiitake is really good for skin health too. And it has shown, it's really good as an anti-aging agent. And I think it will be used in the cosmetic industry in the future. Wow. And it has shown to heal like eczema and psoriasis as well in these type of skin conditions. Incredible. So I think, yeah, Shiitake will also have its fame in the future, definitely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're very ahead of your like time <laughs> in kappa with like the shiitake, but I think now yeah. when the listeners hear this, they will they will be, become more
1: more interested, definitely. Yeah, and then also maitake actually it's uh, maitake is not really known as a medicinal mushroom as such. Um, you can find it in Finland. You can forage in the forests, and it's known as a culinary mushroom as well. Um, And um, it's also very good uh, kind of regulating the gut microbiome microbiome, and um, like for the well-being and um, it's very similar to shiitake as well like it's really high in beta-glucans which is really boosting the immune system and as well this L-aracothyronine that is really helping with the kind of virus-induced immunodeficiencies.
0: Yeah, Um, interesting.
1: Yeah, but maitake as well is not really known yet. And I think it's time will come at some point.
0: Yeah. So Uh, would you say it's very similar, very similar to the shiitake
1: or? It's it's quite similar, yeah. Yeah. And shiitake and maitake as well, they're mushrooms rather than polypores. Well, my ma- Maitake, sorry, is it grows on trees. It's a polypore, okay. but shi- shiitake is more like a, a mushroom. Uh, but Maitake actually has been used in Asia in um, in um, chemotherapy. So just assisting um, not to have such a bad side effect. And it's really a lot of these mushrooms in Asia actually are used in with serious illnesses or cancer chemotherapy just to with the pharmaceutical medicines as well. Wow. So it's really powerful in that as well.
0: That's just beautiful. And I feel like they're, they are in Asia, they're always a little bit like ahead of us, you know, in the in this kind of uh, treatment of illnesses. Yeah, definitely. Or they're more just like, they combine the two worlds in a different way. Yeah, definitely. Eastern and Western. And
1: yeah, and seeing the benefits of both. Yeah, as I think that's soon. the future, yeah.
0: or I hope the future will be more like this—that we can go more hand in hand.
1: Yeah, I really hope so. I believe so; it will be. Yeah.
0: Is this the four types, and was like shiitake and maitake can both also be taken?
1: any any time uh, they can be taken any time i personally i like to take them in the winter it's really amazing immunity booster um but now of course during the pandemic and so it's really good to take yep. during this one as well but it's always good to give a little break as well after taking them for a while
0: yeah you say yeah. on your website you have how long period of time
1: you could take so you it to take um I would say you could take 3 months and then take a 1 month break. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, so is those there anything else you want to mention is this the 4? Uh this is the 5 mushrooms that we are. 5. We have not right. One, yeah. We had chaga, reishi, lion's mane, shiitake and maitake.
1: Yeah. That's right.
0: Cool great mushrooms and polypores right mm, yeah well you're educating me now <laughs> it's good um i think like the kappa it was the first um, brand that um, i tried you know the tinctured variation of mushrooms and these polypores so could you maybe explain to us a little bit more about the extraction process and maybe what it is and why GABA chooses
1: to use this kind of method? Mm, sure. So mushrooms, especially these polypores, they have really um, thick mushroom cell wall called chitin around them. So therefore they need really elaborate extraction process um except shiitake, shiitake you can just uh, cut it and pop it in your pan but the, all the other mushrooms and like especially polypores uh, also lion's may you could just cook it and have it this more it's a mushroom but the polypores they have this really thick cell wall called chitin, and it's a little bit similar than the shells of crustaceans like uh, shrimps and crabs and lobsters it's, it's pretty weird <laughs> but it's mm-hmm. a bit similar type of material so it's indigestible by the human gut and therefore you need to really extract it so for example if you were to find chaga in your woods and you wanted to grind it and put it in your smoothie you wouldn't get any medicinal benefits out of it it's you have you have to process it to to make it bioavailable can i sorry
0: again interrupt is Mm -hmm. it true because i've heard that um it's also like if if you if you would find uh chaga in your forest and then you know uh kind of put it just in like boil it in water Mm -hmm. uh, you would get like maybe a little bit of the benefits but it really has to go through this like uh deeper process to really get through the real
1: deal so to say yeah yeah you know it's so if you find chaga in your woods, definitely make a tea out of it. Uh, but all these mushrooms, they have water-soluble and alcohol-soluble compounds. So therefore this like dual extraction is really important to really get the wide range of active compounds. And uh, we so have- the al-
0: alcohol helps us to kind of yeah. get the, to, the, to the benefits of it.
1: Yeah, and so in the more like an old school grandmother's technique, that, that would be the alcohol that would break the kite in the cell wall. And then that would extract the, the medicinal compounds that are lying beneath the cell wall. Uh-huh. Uh, we need something to break up the cell wall and that would that would be the alcohol. But um, at CABA we have chosen to use this really new technology called ultrasonic assisted extraction method so uae as a shortener but it's this uh, it's a machine that works with this high frequency shock wave that is breaking the cell wall of the mushrooms and then and this increasing the bioavail bioavailability of the compounds and wow. it, it will make like a much faster and more effective way to make tinctures. But we are also then using the water and alcohol to extract both the water-soluble and alcohol-soluble compounds. Yeah. Um, but this is very new technology as well. It has been used a bit in the CBD industry. And but I believe we are the only ones using it outside of Asia in the, in the mushroom industry as well. So it's really exciting and it's really kind of high-tech. Yeah. Have there
0: been any studies done on this like versus, you know, the
1: powder? powder uh, So all the powders as well, they go through this, not all actually, but the quality powders, they should go through this extraction of, with alcohol and water. Yeah. And after the powders, then they go to this air sprayer machine that will dry off the alcohol and water and then you get these fully soluble mushroom powders that you find in shops. Oh, okay. But in essence, they have been tinctures first as well. Yeah.
0: Um so that's the only difference.
1: That's the difference, but they're also like because there's so many new mushroom companies emerging the market really fast. You can you can just see grinded mushrooms. So you kind of have to be careful to, to see that it says dual extracted to really get all the compounds you want.
0: Okay, that's good to know, to look for the dual extraction.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is this, because then if you have just powdered reishi it's not bioavailable and that, that will just go through you and it's a bit of a waste of money as well.
0: This is really good to know and it kind of takes us also to the, my next question, The the. The myceliated grain that has been kind of attacking the,
1: you know, market a little bit. Yeah. So this is uh, this is a great topic. I love to talk about this because uh, it's it's (laughs) so
0: deeply into it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel it's so important to educate people on this because, like like I just said, there's so many new kind of iffy brands coming to the market, and there's also this mushroom illiteracy. and a lot of kind of odd and confusing words of um, even what is the fruit in body of a mushroom <laughs> It sounds a bit yes. weird. Um, but I feel there's a lot of companies using uh, they're using a bit of like a buzzwords like full spectrum or mycelial biomass and kind of distracting consumers to really think further what is inside their products. And yes. of course, if we go to a health food shop, we want to trust that. They are already quality products, um, but in many cases is not. Many cases is the products are myceliated grain, and often they don't con- they don't contain the, the actual mushroom at all. Yeah. So,
0: so what would like the difference be for us who are very like out there sailing and has no idea?
1: Yeah, so I'll tell you first what the, the mushroom fruiting body means is that's that's the actual mushroom growing above the ground and that's where all the scientific studies have been made. And then mycelium is the, the rooting network of mushrooms that, that's underground. And then myceliated grain is of, of the rice or other grain, but it's the growing substance that. The mycelium grows, and it's impossible to separate the mycelium from the grain. So what happens? The myceliated grain it is mainly a rice or a grain, and it's it's really it, well, it's really bad to have this in your capsule. Um, I like to actually use this apple pie reference. I think it's a nice nice way to understand the difference between these two supplements. Um, so would you use twigs and roots in your apple pie? Mm. Well, no, of course you want to have the real apples in there. So it's kind of the same. You wouldn't want to have these starchy grains in your supplements either. You, you know, you can save those for the breakfast cereals. You want to have the, the fruit bodies where all the medicinal benefits lie. You want to have that in your supplements yeah so always i think it's really important to check as well that the mushroom supplements would say fruit in bodies only and then it would say this like dual extraction that's when you that's the most
0: most medicinal and there is quite a lot of these isolated grain types of growing um on the market, right? I've heard.
1: Yeah, it's quite shocking to see that it's maturity of the mushroom supplements, and this is what uh, caused Erica Lauren to start Kappa as well, because they noticed other half of the mushroom um, mushroom supplements they come from um, other side of the world, and the other half is just myceliated grain products. Um, so that was the one strong incentive to to start doing fruit and body tinctures yeah and oh uh, yeah
0: no no just go for it
1: <laughs> yeah I, I just wanted to say like all the scientific research that has been made with these uh, fruits and bodies only Please. Uh, so that's really important as well and if people are healing serious illnesses it's really important they they know what they're getting as well um instead of just uh, the rice capsules yeah but but this is why company transparency is so important and you're really big on that on at kappa yeah we really we are probably are the most transparent mushroom company there is Um, yeah there's not many places that you can you can uh, meet the people in the lab and then People in the farm growing and people who are making them into t- tinctures in the production in the same same place, same facilities, and same village. Mm.
0: Would you like to tell us a little bit more about that and the sustainability? And you know, you're really mm. big on the um, you know eco responsibility.
1: Yeah, sure. So. CaBA Health is part of uh, a biotech and uh, GABA biotech is this, about mycological innovations and biotech and just aiming to create healthier humans and ecosystems. And at GABA biotech we work with researchers and institutes and other experts in the mycology space. So GABA health is kind of one division of this caba Biotech and then we have caba um, Forest, it's our forest division and that is where we are growing chaga and we're also the largest chaga cultivation network in the world and we are actually getting really? a lot of, yeah it's, it's really, we're growing really fast. Wow. Yeah, wow. And chaga is actually getting over harvested in the world as well. It's, it's a trending product, and there's a lot of unethical harvesting going on. So this I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast as well, it takes a long time to grow. Um, but this well, is something really incredible. So here in Finland, there's a, a lot of forest owners that tend to clear cut their forest down uh, for, the pa- for the paper industry and so on. And now we're getting a lot of forest owners to grow medicinal mushrooms in their forests, which is absolutely incredible.
0: That's awesome. Yeah,
1: so it's, it's saving forests. And GABA Biotech, we just launched this um, biodiversity packet as well for, for landowners who have cut their forests down. Um, but this biodiversity packet contains a lot of different mushrooms and polypores that really healing the, the, the forest floor and the ecosystem. So the forest can rejuvenate much faster. That's something that we launched just a couple of weeks ago. So that's really exciting as well.
0: That's super, that's uh, so important what you do because that is that is
1: saving our, our forests. Yeah, it is and it's something that has been done in Finland for this like clear cutting forests for for hundreds and hundreds of years but there hasn't been anything to provide now for the land to re it much faster and it's because the whole ecosystem is suffering a lot when the whole forest has been cut down so this is really exciting and CABA biotech as well we're just in the beginning of our journey so it's it's really exciting wow but with CABA health as well is our Priority is to work really harmoniously with the nature and the whole environment and just be conscious how every single action is affecting in the world that we live in and getting more forest owners to jump jump on board growing mushrooms instead of cutting it for the paper industry and um, there's a lot of interesting uh, projects coming with different researchers and institutes.
0: Yeah, I think, you I feel like you're like just, it's just a, such a, you know, beautiful company that both gives to us humans, but also at the same time gives back to the nature. So it goes both ways and it's, um, yeah, a beautiful, beautiful Um, Mm. kind of relationship between two different worlds because I've I personally see a lot of you know us humans just going in and we take uh, from the nature but we don't really provide it with anything back and Mm. yeah this is really like full circle sustainability
1: yeah and also yeah yeah thank you there's so much I could go into this mushroom, but how mushrooms, I just quickly say like, also there's so much to educate how much mushrooms actually play a role on this planet, uh, how they can clean oil spills and eat plastic and rejuvenate oh, really? the whole forest floors. So I really like, um, there's so much that mushrooms can do for our whole planet. And it's something also with GABA Biotech, we want to bring this forward with bio, with biotech as well, like to have all these like new innovation, innovative projects coming along. So, yeah,
0: can you tell That's us a little it. bit more about that, or are you allowed to speak on? Um,
1: that? With carbon biotech, I think there's a uh, quite a few projects that I'm not allowed to yeah. talk about yet. So maybe we can do another podcast later on and talk yes. all these like amazing things fungi can do to to our plant and, planet and ecosystem. Um, but this uh, biodiversity packet was kind of something that we just launched a couple of weeks ago and uh, kind of healing those forest ecosystems first. Uh, but there are really amazing projects around the world to clean, in the, clean the land and the oil spills. And actually in, um, in Chernobyl, the the mushrooms actually kind of found themselves in there to eat so-called eat the radioactive um, waste no way which is yeah it's just really incredible that we didn't even know this is possible until they found mushrooms actually cleaning up (laughs) the space (laughs) so I think there's a huge potential of what mushrooms can do for us as well and how we can cooperate
0: they are just a very like wow. Just the they build their own networks, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Systems. Wow. I've been. I'm. I'm just fascinated by this. Ah, oh, so happy to have you here. Really. Yeah, it's really fun Do you personally have a favorite
1: mushroom, like a go-to? Um. Well, I have. I have many favorites, but I think, what am I going to? But I think I would love to shed light on, I think kind of my favorite mushroom in this sense would be the psilocybin mushroom. And really because how it has changed the lives of so many people and it's still quite a taboo to talk about this mushroom, Um, but it can cure the PTSD, depression, help dealing with dementia um, it can really uplift the quality for people dealing with terminal illnesses like cancer and i feel especially here in Finland i think we should start more talking about this psilocybin compound and getting more into research um, there are really there's like this psychedelic renaissance going in the world as well and there's a lot of uh, uh, research going with this, and different therapies arising in the world so it's really it's really fascinating but I would love to see this come more in, in the in the Scandinavian countries as well just to be able to do research in universities and people to yeah. be able to talk about it
0: yeah it's really its own um I don't know if I can call it like a craft, but really it, it, it is its own thing. And they're just very wise, these mushrooms. Yeah. They know what to do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really incredible. Um, I had a question, but I, I, I forgot it. Um, maybe it will come. Yes. Um, so just can you tell the listeners where they can find Kääpä? online
1: okay yeah so we are on online so this is kapa without the, without the dots and on yes. Insta- instagram we are kappa health you can also find kapa biotech and kapa forest and all those they also have their website like kapa biotech but it's still it's still there in the beginning but you know please start following our journey and uh, Get in touch if you want to keep part of our journey. Yeah, well. I highly
0: recommend this, and mm-hmm. I'll also add the links in the show notes and uh, so that people can find you and Great. read more about you. Um, is there anything else about the the mushrooms you wanna you wanna say before I jump to the last question?
1: Mm, no, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So this is a question that our listeners know when we ask every every guest the same question. And it is, what does self-worth mean to you?
1: <laughs> hmm. This is a great question as well. Um, I think self-worth for me it means it means loving oneself and accepting oneself and feeling good about oneself and I think this happens by creating boundaries and being able to say no but also feel this is can be quite hard for Finnish people sometimes to put those boundaries um, to really what what is good for oneself um, yeah those and I would say like maybe um, positive affirmations some movement coming out of your head and your body like yoga and dance and all these are like great little tricks to get more into oneself and feeling the self-worth
0: absolutely yeah thank you so much for that and of course to take some mushrooms also <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> But yeah, I do feel like, uh, thank you, that was a really good question. The boundaries are so important um, for everyone. Yeah. And it's like this constant, um, I think it's like a constant teaching to oneself to come back to those boundaries, because sometimes I personally tend to, to, you know, forget about them a little bit, but
1: it's good. Yeah, and it's, it's another thing that we never really were given any tools how to how to create our boundaries or so anything like this in school or anywhere so it's something that we all have to learn ourselves
0: yeah that's well, very well. true yeah so thank you Mervi so much for for coming on the this, this show and educating us on this very important topic um I I'm very very happy that you that you gave us your valuable time. Um, Thank you. Thank
1: you. It was really it was a really fun chat as well. So
0: well. yeah, really hope to mm-hmm. to have you on like again and talk to us more about this this beautiful company that you work with. And um it's just really valuable information to to everyone um is there anything else before i
1: say goodbye (laughs) to the listener no thank you so much i was really happy to be here chatting with you and uh, i feel like we just only touched the surface of mushrooms and there's so much more we can dive deeper in but i think uh, we can we can do this sometime again next year so i'd like to see how uh, yeah it's really lovely so thank you for inviting kata here no thank you
0: and i'm very excited to follow also kappa's journey and all your new the project upcoming and i really highly recommend all of your products to the listeners it's been it's it's just life-changing for me and to have it in the same country where i live it's it's the way that i want to to go and um yeah i'm i'm gonna put all the links and the account the Instagram account to the show notes so that the listeners can find you Um, but big thank you to to you Meravi and to everyone who are tapping into this episode and uh, we will be back next week with a new episode so we'll circle back to you then bye -bye, bye see you soon